discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. Monday, I started sharing with you on financial prosperity, isn't it? And I spoke about God wants you to prosper financially. Is it true? God wants you to what? Prosper financially. No be so. Prosperity is our birthright, isn't it? And it's also our redemptive right. No be so. And we are in the end time church, which is programmed to prosper. Haggai chapter 2, verse 6 to verse 9. For thus says the Lord of hosts, yet once it is a little while, and I'll shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all nations, then it says, and the desire of all nations shall come. The desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. I will fill this house with glory saith the Lord of hosts. Look at the next verse. The silver is mine. Hey! The Lord says the silver is mine. And the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. So it's not that God does not want to give you money. God says that he has prospered. It's his glory to prosper you. God wants you to prosper financially. Second John chapter, third John chapter, chapter one verse, verse two says that, beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. Hallelujah. Look at Zechariah chapter one verse seventeen. So it is the Lord's desire for you to prosper. Tell me, but it is the Lord's desire for you to prosper. Tell the other neighbor, it is the Lord's desire. For you to prosper. Wow. Yeah, it is God's desire for you to prosper. It says, then the angel, Zechariah chapter 1, verse 17. 117. Cry yet, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, My cities through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad, and the Lord shall yet comfort Zion, and shall yet choose Jerusalem. So we are, we are in the time where God's cities or God's kingdom will spread through prosperity, through financial prosperity. Hallelujah. So if you are born again, then you are a candidate of real financial prosperity. God wants you to prosper. Tell anybody, God wants you to prosper. Tell that anybody, God wants you to prosper. And what you need to do is to believe the fact that God wants you to prosper. And last week I majored on that. I majored on that fact. That you must just believe that you will prosper. 
and that you will see financial increase for yourself practically. Hey, do you like, do you like such things? Yeah, you have to prosper financially. It's important. It's important. If you don't prosper, the kingdom of God will not go for it. He says, my cities shall yet through prosperity, my cities through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad. My cities shall spread abroad through prosperity. I'm a firm believer of Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. That is my key to success. And that is the key to success that God has given to his children. If you read from verse 28, Matthew 6 from verse 28, he talks about something very important. He says, and why take you thought for raiment? Why are you thinking about what you wear? Why take you thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field. How they grow. They toil not. He says, they don't struggle. Hey! They toil not. Neither do they spin. They don't toil. They don't spin. Yet, next verse. And yet I say unto you that Solomon, even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Solomon was not dressed like one of these leaves of the field. Next verse. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? So he says it's like, if you don't believe God, and if you don't trust God to clothe you, you have very small faith. Oh, you of little faith. Next verse. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? He says, Don't think about those things. What are you going to eat? What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. This is what the nations are looking for. It's called the desire of the nations. Everybody wants money. Everybody wants a nicer car, a bigger car, a, 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 a nicer house, a bigger house, even though he has one. Hey! He wants, he wants five more houses. He wants ten more cars. He wants all to lavish on himself. But as a child of God, that is not, God does not prosper you for that purpose. And God will prosper you. Do you believe it? God will, God will bring you millions of dollars. I know someone, I know someone eh, who is spending close to $5 million on things concerning God. Would you be able to do that? $5 million. An individual who is spending on things concerning God. Various things. He's doing this, he's doing that, he's doing this. As an individual. You see, because when his, when, uh, uh, his heart was changed, okay, it changed the way he spent his money. You must realize and recognize that God blesses you because of one thing, his kingdom. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. Look at Deuteronomy 8, 18. He says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. You have to remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. For what purpose? That he may establish his covenant, which is well unto thy fathers, as it is this day. He says he gives you money so that you can establish, eh, so that he may establish his covenant. He gives you money for that purpose. He blesses you for that purpose. How much can you eat? Ask your neighbor, how much can you eat? Ask the other neighbor, how much can you eat? 
There's a salad that sells for 400 Ghana cities in this country. A pack of salad. Yes, salad. Yes, right there in Ghana. <laughs> Are you surprised? Yeah. So, you, you think that, oh, like, when I prosper, I can eat that kind of salad. <laughs> if that is your reason for prosperity, you realize that it's not working. You are not employing God. You, are employing, you may have to employ something else. But if you want to really work with God, and if you, if you want the Lord's uh, prosperity to be your prosperity, then you must have it in your mind that He's prospering you because of His kingdom, because of His work. Wow! He says, I give, you, I give you power to get wealth, so that I may establish my covenant, which I swear unto your fathers, as it is this day. So back to Matthew chapter 6. God does not prosper for nothing. He prospers for a reason. That's what I want you to understand. If you want to do it God's way, then you must do it God's way. If you do it any other way, it doesn't work. How many of you want to do it God's way? Well, some people's hands are down. How many of you want to do it God's way? Yeah? If you want to do it God's way, then He's showing it to you. I'm showing you how to do it God's way. God wants you to prosper financially. Now, what has He chosen? How, what is the method He has chosen to prosper you financially? That's what I'm talking about today. Okay? The method he has chosen to prosper you financially. Hallelujah. He says, For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. He says he knows that you, you, need, you need to be clothed. He knows that you need to eat. He knows that you need to have a good place to sleep. He knows that you need to be comfortable. And he, has, he wants you to even be comfortable. He wants you to be comfortable. He wants you to live your best. He wants you to have the best. Bomb that thought out of your mind that God doesn't want, they used to say, as poor as a church mouse. Have you ever heard it before? As poor as what? A church mouse. No, the church is not supposed to be poor. Even the priest garments were made with, by designers. With gold and elaborate, you know, things. Yeah. He says the silver is mine, the gold is mine. Everything is his. And he wants you to prosper. So bomb it out of your mind. Tell me about te- bomb it out of your mind. That God prefers you poor. God prefers you rich. Yes. For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly father knoweth that you have need of all these things. But then he goes to the next verse and says, next verse 33. But seek ye. So instead of seeking what to wear, what to eat, and uh, seeking all those things, it says, rather seek ye first the kingdom of God. Make the kingdom of God your priority. Make the things of God your priority. Make the kingdom of God your priority. It's like um, working for a rich man who has $2 billion and wants to use that money to build homes for people for those who, are, who do not have shelter okay and then he employs your services but then you have another desire you want to build uh, penthouses and sell them but you want to use his resources his two billion dollars to build the penthouses to, uh, uh, to sell are you seeing what I'm talking about? What do you think the rich man will do? Will he give you the money? No. What? He will bomb you out 
and give it to someone who will do what he wants done. But if, if, if you should align, so all you need to do is to align your heart to his heart. Does it make sense? That's, you need to align your heart to his heart. When you align your heart to his heart, then you allow for what he wants done to be done through you. So God has a desire. His desire is that he wants to establish his kingdom. His desire is that he wants many saved. He wants many established in his kingdom. That's, that's what he wants. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 and verse 4. Look at First Timothy 2, 3 and 4. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men saved, all men to be saved, and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. That is his will. He wants all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of his truth. That's his will. He wants people to be saved. He wants churches to be built. He wants things to be established for him in his name. He wants the gospel to go forward. He wants the one who is on the other part of the world to hear the gospel like you are hearing and to have a nice place to sit like you are having a place to sit and to also be to be to also be raised for him that is his desire he says that silver is mine the gold is mine he owns all the silver he owns all the gold but he will not give it to someone who has another desire whose desire is to buy more cars buy more houses buy more televisions buy more air conditions buy a golden toilet seat eh yeah, you have another desire, and he also has another desire. So what you need to do is to arrange, rearrange yourself in line with what he desires. Because he has all the gold. I thought you read that. He has all the gold. We are joined us together with him. But that inheritance is for a purpose. And that purpose is for his kingdom. So as soon as a child of God decides that my life and my money is going to be for the kingdom of God, for the building of the kingdom of God, everything changes about him or her. You don't need God for money. You don't need God for money. You don't. I don't know if it was this church or another, one of our other churches. This church. You don't need, you don't need God for money. The billionaires of this world, I mean, we have like five top billionaires and about four of them are not Christians. Yes, about four of them are not They don't have anything to do with God. They don't like God. Their money is not for God. It's not, but they have money. They have a lot of money. So you don't need, you don't need God for, for money. Do you understand? Yes, you can use your brain to put one or two together. And, but there's something called good success. That, that, is, that is what we are all looking for. There's something called, what's the use of having so much money and doing whatever you can do, you want to do and everything. And at the end of the day, when you stand before your Lord... He tells you, depart from me, you work out of iniquity. For I knew you not. And he tells you, go to hell and you spend eternity in hell. What is the use of that? This world cannot be compared to eternity. The time you spend here cannot be compared to the time you spend in eternity. It can't. Do you understand eternity? Eternity is eternal. Hey. Eternity is a, is a long time. Even if you should, you should be hundred and prosperous throughout your hundred years, eat a thousand dollar salad and wear fifty thousand dollar suits eh, and everything. At the end of the day, if you don't do what God wants you to do, at the end of the day, you will not live in eternity with joy. Money is for money is for a purpose, and that's what God is trying to show you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
So the question is, what can you do for God? What can you do for Him? What will you do for Him? What will you do if you should get a million dollars? What will you do? <laughs> Someone was going to give a tithe of, um, I think about $300,000 to church. And he said, what will the church do with it? Let me keep my money. Yes. He said, the money, the money is too much. What are they going to do with it? Let me just keep it. Wow. That is clearly someone whose heart is not, you know, properly positioned. And so even though he will get the money, after some time it may, he may have some problems. There's all around prosperity. Fulfilling your purpose. That's what we are talking about. Doing what you are existing here on earth for. The why of life is more important than any other thing. The why of life. Destiny. Your relationship with destiny is more important than any other thing. That's what I'm talking about. So it's important you realign your heart to the purposes of God. Because all the silver it says, all the gold it says, but then he will give it to the one who is ready to let his city prosper. Let his city spread through prosperity. He gives you wealth so that you can establish his covenant. So that you can establish his purposes. So that you can establish his kingdom here on earth. Hallelujah. Do you like what I'm saying? And he's giving us a method. He's giving us a way to make sure money does not... Because as for the money, it will come. No matter what you do, the money will come. Are you born again? Are you a child of God? You are entitled to prosperity. The money will come. Okay? But he wants your heart changed. He wants to work on your heart. So the seed of seeds, eh, the seed of seeds is the word of God. The word of God is the means by which God wants your prosperity to show forth. So I've written a point here. Every man in Zion is responsible for his prosperity. And it can only be through the word. Every man in Zion is responsible for what? His prosperity. And it can only be through the word. Hallelujah. Job chapter 29 verse 4. Look at Job chapter 29 verse 4. Job is said to have been the richest man in the east. He was very rich. And Job showed us, Job showed us how he became rich. Okay? Do you want to know how Job became rich? He says, as I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle, the reason why he prospered was because the secret of God was upon his tabernacle. What is the secret of God? The secret of God is the word of God. He says, the word of God was in my head. It was in my life. It was in my heart. Look at the next verse. When the Almighty was yet with me, when my children were about me, when I washed my steps with butter, so because the secret of God was upon him, upon his head, and because the Almighty was with him, he says, my steps was washed with butter. And the rock poured me out rivers of oil. I seen it. He says, when I washed my steps with butter, and the rock poured me out rivers of oil. The rock gave me rivers of oil. Next verse. When I went out to the gate to the city, when I prepared my seat in the city, I mean, he, he spoke about his prosperity and how he became. The reason for his prosperity was because the, tabernacle, the, the, the secret of God was upon his tabernacle. So the word of God is the means for your real prosperity. Without the word of God in your heart, you will not prosper as God wants you to prosper, and your prosperity will be a prosperity of a fool. You will use your money for foolish things. 
But the word of God is the means by which you prosper. Are you in the church? Yes. Keeping the word in the midst of your heart. You cannot jump it. No matter the seeds you are sowing, if the word of God is not in your heart, your seeds may not produce a certain kind of result. Your seed is powerful, but the seed of God's word is more powerful. Allowing the word of God to stay in your heart and control your emotions and control your life and control everything about you is very important. The seed of God's health concerning your health is what will bring you health. The seed of God's word concerning your prosperity is what will bring you prosperity. The seed of God's word concerning grace is what will bring you grace. Concerning faith is what will bring you faith. Are you in the church? So the seed of God's word concerning the reason for your prosperity is what will bring you prosperity. So the word of God is the word of God is the means. Say the word of God is the means of my prosperity. Yes, that is what will bring you prosperity. So if you're on zero today, if you're on zero today, what you need is the word of God concerning prosperity. Keeping that word in your finding it and keep it in your heart. That is what will bring you into prosperity. It will lead you into prosperity. Let me show you some scriptures uh, concerning a certain king called Uzziah. Uzziah. Say Uzziah. Second Chronicles um, chapter 26 from verse 3. Sixteen years old was Uzziah when he began to reign, and he reigned fifty and two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was also, also was Jecoliah of Jerusalem. Then he says, and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah did. Next verse. Read this one to me. One to go. He sought God where? In the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. What was, what was Zechariah giving? Zechariah was giving the word of God. So what he's trying to let you know is that Uzziah the king sought the word of God from Zechariah, the prophet. If you want to, if you want to increase in prosperity, believe in the, the doctrine of prosperity. <laughs> if you don't believe in the doctrine of prosperity, you will not prosper. No matter how, many, how much offering you give. If you don't believe that God has a supernatural ability to prosper you and cause you to go forward, you will not prosper. Are you in the church? So he sought the word of God from Uzziah, from Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. He sought the word of God. He sought the word of God from him. He received the word of God from him. You must receive God's prophets who, who, who bring prosperity. Seek those who have prospered. Don't just listen, listen to anybody on prosperity. Listen to those who have prospered. Are you in the church? And receive the word of God from them. How shall they believe? Except they receive a preacher. Isn't it? Romans chapter 10. Let's read from verse um, 14. Let's read Romans 10 from verse 14. Then we'll come back to this. It says, how, shall, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in whom of of whom they have not heard. And how shall they hear without a preacher? So without a preacher, you cannot hear and you cannot believe. And you cannot receive your results. So you need a preacher who, who believes in prosperity. And has prospered. And he received the word of God that he preaches concerning prosperity. Receive that word into your heart. And believe that it works. That is why last week I spoke to you about believe, just believe the fact that you will prosper. And believe the fact that God wants you to prosper. Hey, 
Do you believe? Yes, I believe it strongly. I believe it strongly. Strongly. You to believe it. Okay? And receive the word of God that they preach or that is spoken concerning prosperity. What I'm sharing with you is words concerning prosperity. It works. Just believe the fact that I'll prosper. I'll get more than enough. And the reason for my prosperity is God's kingdom. Re- change your heart. Realign your heart. The reason for my prosperity is for the kingdom of God. The reason for my prosperity is for the kingdom of God. The reason for my money is the kingdom of God. If that is in your heart, you will not struggle with tithing. Because these are the methods God has chosen for your prosperity. Tight. All the methods God has chosen has to do with releasing money from you. All the Lord, all the methods the Lord has chosen has to do with releasing money from you. Yeah. So if you don't, if you don't think that that is true, you will not, you will not use it. I don't know if you get it. Yes. If you don't think it is something that really works, you will not really. When we say we are giving a seed, when we say we are giving, we are taking fight. When we say give, give an offer, you will not mind us much because in your heart you don't think that it is, it is, it is, it is anything. You will not take it as a serious and an important aspect of your prosperity, an important action or method that God has chosen for you to prosper. God has not chosen work and wages for your prosperity. There's work and wages. That is how the world functions. You work, you are paid your wages. Do you get it? It is there. But God has chosen for you to give for your expansion and your prosperity. That's what he has chosen. That is the method he has chosen. That is the method of prosperity he has chosen. You need to believe his word concerning prosperity in order to be able to practice his method. Hey! Or else you hoard. You'll be a Christian and you'll be hoarding all every time. And you'll be preventing yourself from going forward. There is he that keepeth more than is necessary and tended to penury. And there is he that distributed and spreads abroad and yet increases. Proverbs 11, 24. There is he that scattereth and yet increaseth. I mean, where is the wisdom in that? What is the wisdom in that? If you had ten and you gave up five, how much is left? Is that addition? Is that not subtraction? Hmm. But that's what God has chosen. In your seeming subtraction, you are actually increased. You see, if you don't believe it, then you will not do it. If the word of God concerning prosperity is not in your heart, then you will not do it. You will have difficulty with it. Yes. You start believing in susu, susu, saving in a certain way to do certain things. Saving is powerful, but you may not be able to save to acquire everything in your life. It's the truth. When are you going to get there? But the Lord has chosen. He's chosen something. He says, scatter. Give. Let it go. That's the method he has chosen. Let it go. You need the word of God in your heart. Or else, ay ay You know, go do them. You will be a fine Christian. But when it comes to giving, you, it's, not, it's something you, don't, you are not interested in. You know, that's what the Lord has chosen. Give. He says, there's he that, there's that scattered and yet increaseth. And there's, there's that withholdeth. There, and there is that withholdeth more than is meat. But it's tended to poverty. He withholds. He withholds. Eh? He withholds. The one who withholdeth more than is meat. More than is necessary. 
but tended to poverty. He's always keeping. I don't want, I don't want my money to go. I don't want my, my, my house to go. I don't want my car to go. Hey, this is, the, this is all I have. <laughs> the blessing in giving. You, 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 cannot, you, cannot, you cannot start to think about it. Enter that blessedness of giving and receiving. And delete your mind from work and wages. He says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together. Running over. Shall I cause men to add unto your bosom? That has nothing to do with your pay. Can you buy an aeroplane with your pay? Can you buy a land cruiser with your pay? You can't. You need something extra. And God is telling you that when you give what you have, give some of what you have. If you worship me with your, it's your, your giving is your sacrifice, which is your worship. Are you in the church? That is your worship. It's your worship to the Lord. It's your declaration that I am submitted to you. That's what your giving is. I believe in what you see. So giving is an act of faith which declares your worship to the Lord and your belief in his word, in what he has set for us to use for our prosperity. That is why the first key to your prosperity is the word of God. Keeping the word of God concerning prosperity in your heart. What has he said concerning your prosperity? Give. Wow. I believe in supply. I believe I'm like the ocean. One day some people stole some things from church. And I was very angry. They stole our keyboard, our only keyboard. And stole our mixer. And curtains. Yes, they came to steal from... We had one small church. That was, that was the only church we had. They came to take almost everything that we had. And we prayed and cursed them and said so many things. The following day, they brought the keyboard. But the rest didn't come. And I was not happy at all. As I was thinking about it, God said to me, You are like the ocean. How can someone successfully steal water from the ocean? Can someone successfully steal water from the ocean? I mean sea, the sea. Can you successfully steal water from the sea? You can't. You can't. The whole world is made up of 75% sea. And 25% land. Yes. That is how you are. Believe it. No matter, in other words, no matter what goes away from you, you cannot lack. Hey! Do you believe in such things? No matter what is released from you, you cannot lack. You will receive more. I believe in supply. Supply. So much coming in. So much coming. As it comes, I give. And I receive more. And I give. And I receive more. Wow. Yes. Believe it. Tell me about believe it. Look at this, amplified, Proverbs 11, 24. There are those who generously scatter abroad and yet increase more. Yet they increase more. There are those who withhold more than is fitting or what is justly due. But it results, with, it results only in want. I was so interested in prospering because it was not so good when I was growing up. There was real lack. Oh, here, Fita, do you know here, Fita? White poverty. Wow. So I was really concerned. So I started reading books on financial uh, uh, on, man, on, on, on business and management and getting more and all of that. So I started reading, reading Rich Dad Poor Dad in year 2001. 
Have you read yeah, uh, um, Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki before? You show you the income, income and expenditure, assets and what and liabilities, and we show you how things should flow between income and expenses and liabilities and assets. Hey, wow! I read it with all of my heart, and I noticed that at the end of the series, he started talking about giving, making money to give. I was like, man. He said that was the reason for making money. <laughs> if you make money and you keep, you are just taking care by yourself. You will not go for it. The men who built America, are, they were all into this particular principle I'm telling you about. Yes. Because it's God's way. That's, how, that's what God has chosen. If you have it in your mind to keep, brother, you are, you are going to be in trouble. Have it in your mind to give. To do more by giving you take yourself away from the poor jesus said the poor you always have amongst you meaning that he doesn't think he doesn't he's not expecting to be poor because he showed you the way he's not expecting you to be poor hallelujah praise the lord so you need to believe you need to have the secret of god upon your tabernacle which is the word of god joshua chapter 1 verse 8 look at joshua chapter 1 verse 8 that is the first key the word having the word of god concerning prosperity in your heart you must keep it in the midst of your heart. Okay? So important. What has he said? Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together. Running over. Shall I cause men to add unto your bosom? Paul shows us why we, we even work. Yes. In Ephesians chapter 4. Huh? Let me show it to you. Can I show it to you? Are you being blessed? I have so many things to share with you. I don't know if... You are interested. Verse 28. Ephesians 4, 28. Let him that stole steal no more. So if you are here, you are a thief. He says, stop stealing. That is not the way to prosperity. Stealing is not the way to having more. You'll be caught very soon. Yesterday I saw someone who had been caught. And they were beating him. Yes, by the roadside. Yes, in Kumase. Yeah, he, he's, he's been stealing. And finally his day has come. His day of arrest had come. The police was around, but people were still beating him anyways. When the police takes their way away, eyes away, they will beat him small. Oof. Let him that stole what? Steal no more. But rather, let him what? Labor, working with his hands. The thing which is good. He says, do things which are good. Not fraud. Not betting. If you, are, if you are doing fraud, stop it. Yes. If you are touching computers, stop it. If you are getting clients from certain places, stop it. If you are sleeping around for money, stop it. Prostitution is not the way to prosperity. God is showing you the way to prosperity. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, let him work, working with his hands, the thing which is good. So he says you should work. He's not saying you shouldn't work. Work. For what purpose? Work so that you will have for this purpose. Let him work, with, working with his hand, the thing which is good, that he may have, he may have to what? To him that needeth. Can you imagine? 
he says he wants you to work so that you will have. For what purpose? So that you can give. Can you imagine? It's not a parable. <laughs> it's not a parable. Scripture. The widow of Zarephath gave what she had, the little she had. She gave it to the Lord, to the man of God. And she never lacked. She could have said, let me eat this one, because that's all that's left. And then me and my son will die. But then when the man of God requested for it, she gave it to him. And she prospered. She prospered. She increased. Wow. Meaning the means of your going forward is not your work. You work so that you may have to give when the opportunity arises. Which is your real means of going forward. Are you seeing it? Yes. So brothers and sisters, you have to, you have to wisen up. Tell me why I have to wisen up. I'm showing the word of God concerning uh, prosperity. So keep these words in your heart. That's basically what I'm saying. When you keep them in your heart, your prosperity starts. Your prosperity begins. Because now you know what to do. And you'll be bent on doing it. You start practicing it. You start practicing what the Lord has said. Are you seeing it? Yes. You start practicing what God has said. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. It says the word of God will give you prosperity and bring you good success. Are you in the church? So keeping the word of God concerning prosperity in your heart is key. It's important. Because that is what will control you. It will get you to do what God says you do. If it is not in your heart, you will not do it. You can hammer. You will not mind God. Hallelujah. Yes. That is the key. Keep the word concerning. Like I said, because the method is give. Hey, Lord, I don't have any. Give what you have. If you don't believe the word of God concerning prosperity, you will, not, you will never give what you have. Oh? What do you, because it's difficult. This is all I have. This is all I have. If I give it to the Lord, I don't have anything. What do you show to the Lord when you give to Him? When you give to Him, you let Him know that you are interested in what He's interested in. You give it a $2 billion contract. You give it a $5 billion contract. Because He knows your heart. He has seen your heart. <laughs> Let's go back to Second Chronicles 26. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Second Corinthians 26, we were in verse 5. It says, And Uzziah sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, this is it. It says, As long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. As long as he kept the word of God in his heart concerning prosperity, as long as he sought the Lord and the vision of God and things concerning the Lord, God made him to prosper. It, it is God who makes you to prosper. Hey. 
Do you believe it? Yes. It's the Lord who makes you to prosper. And the key to it is seeking the Lord, or rather keeping the Lord's word in your heart concerning prosperity. I'm existing for this purpose. Yeah, my, my purpose of existence is to make sure the house of God goes for it. With everything I've ha- I have, including my money. Including my money. I'm ready to give God my best. I'm ready to give God what I have to lavish upon Him. Yes, I'm ready. Because, it's, like I said, it is your worship. You see, we call it sacrifice. And sacrifice is actually worship. It's your worship. What is worship? Worship is acknowledging someone who is greater than you. And who has the power to bring you into greatness and the power to help you in, in your existence and the power to keep you alive. That is your worship. You worship what you feel helps you. You worship what? What you feel helps you or what you feel is important in your life. So what you use your money for is a sign of what you worship and what you are interested in. So if you, if you spend so much on a house, so much on a car, what are you saying? <laughs> that is my worship. Sometimes you check your week, you realize that you spent money on a lot of things, but not on God. Your offering is five cities, but your data, your bundle is 50 cities a week. Wow. Where is your sacrifice? Yes, where is your art of worship? Your art of worship, you worship what you believe has power and has influence to do something for you. First Kings chapter 8 from verse 4. And they brought up the ark of the Lord and the tabernacle of the congregation and all the holy vessels that were in the tabernacle. Even those that the priests and the Levites bring up. This is after they have built up the temple of God. When they finished building the temple of God, they were going to offer, they were going to uh, uh, give sacrifices to the Lord. Now, Solomon decided to do something more. Next verse. And King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel that were assembled unto him were with him before the ark, sacrificing sheep and oxen that could not be told nor numbered for multitude. They, they, they sacrificed sheep and oxen that could not what? Be told nor numbered for multitude. It was so much. Maybe you don't understand. Let's read a simpler version. A multitude for multitude and all. You don't understand. And the priest took Nezah's verse, and King Solomon and all the men of Israel who had come together there were with him before the ark, making offerings of sheep and oxen more than might be numbered. Incalculable. Incalculable. Why was he doing this? Why was he doing this? Because before this, he had done another one. Okay? That one was numbered. Second Chronicles chapter 1, from verse 5. And the altar of brass which Bezalel, the son of Uriah, the son of who had made, was there before the tent of the Lord. And Solomon and all the people went to give worship there. They went to what? To give what? Worship. How were they doing the worship? Apart from their worship of praise and thanksgiving and lifting their hands and saying nice things to the Lord, they did more. And Solomon went up there to the brass altar before the Lord at the tent of meeting, offering on it a thousand burnt offerings. He offered a thousand burnt, he offered one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one thousand cows to the Lord. One thousand. 
How much is the price? What's the price of a one of, of, of a cow now? Around fifteen. So we have fifteen, seventeen thousand, twenty thousand even. So let's say because he will not give God the lower one, he will give God the highest one. So let's say twenty thousand. So twenty thousand times thousand is what? Twenty million. So that's twenty million Ghana cities. Do you get it? The guy gave a thousand burnt offerings to the Lord. One thousand. The next verse. Look at the next verse. Verse 7. In that night, God came to Solomon. He worshipped the Lord with a thousand burnt offerings. God said, hey. This guy feels that I am something. He feels that I am something in his life. Do you see? He's honoring me with what he has he feels i am something in his life if you feel god is something in your life then you must want to you you must desire to want, honor him you will not let your offering you know you can give an offering of 100 ghana cities and then you give an offering of one ghana cities there's something wrong you you, you feel that he's nothing hey. do you like what i'm saying to you to feel is something you honor him malachi chapter one go to four BBE will be fine. Though Edom says we are trashed down, but we will come back. Building up the waste places. This is what a lot of armies have said. They may put up buildings, but I will have them pulled down. And they will be named, they will be named the land of evil doing, and the people against whom the Lord keeps his wrath forever. Next verse. And your eyes will see it, and your, you will say, the Lord is great, even outside the limits of Israel. Next verse, verse 6. This is what I want you to see. It says, a son gives honor to his father. This is God talking. It says, a son gives honor to what? To his father. If then I am your father, I'm a father, where is my honor? And if I'm a master, where is the fear of me? Says a lot of armies to you, O priests, who give no value to my name, and you say, How have we done? How have we not given value to your name? Next verse, verse 7. You put unclean bread on my altar. So they put the, they do the worship, but they put unclean bread. I go, this one, God will not eat it. This one is known by me. Where is God? So God says, give me 100,000. He says, he will say that, oh, God is not around. Let me give him 1,000. Yes, I'll pay something small of it. You put unclean bread on my altar, and you say, how have we made it unclean? By your saying, the table of the Lord is of no value. If you feel God is of value to you, you will do, hey, you will do that act of worship. Sacrifice is worshipful. Your seed is your worship. Your offering is your worship. Your fighting is your worship to the Lord. And it is the means God has chosen for your prosperity, for your increase, for your establishment. You put unclean bread on my altar. If the word of God is not in your heart concerning prosperity, you will put unclean bread on the altar of the Lord. You say, well, this one is nothing. This one is nothing. You won't give him your best. Look at the next verse 8. And when you give what is blind for an offering, eh? it says you give what is blind. When you are bringing a sheep, you bring a sheep that is blind. You look for the one that is not, the one that is not nice in the system. And then you bring that one. Nobody will buy. What nobody will buy? You bring to the Lord. Hey. See, I refuse to be like that. I will never be like that. I will give God my best. Because I know that is the means of my prosperity. Do you love Jesus? Then serve him with your, with your offerings. Serve him with your tithes. Serve him with your seeds. Has he done something for you? Has he been gracious to you? Do you think the life you have is from him? 
you think the breathing that you're breathing, it is he who has given it to you? Do you, do you think the accident that you missed, you, know, you never know some accident you missed until you get to heaven. Then you say, hey, I missed this one, I missed this one, I missed this one. He just, all this, just honor him. Just honor him by giving to him and worshiping him with your, with your sacrifice. Yes, bountifully. Give him a bounty. Knowing that that is your means of prosperity. That is your means of prosperity. Give your best to him. That is, ah, can you imagine? That's what God has chosen. Now. That is what God has chosen. Acts chapter 20. Look at verse 32. Paul, Paul said it. And now I give you into the care of God and the word of his grace, who is able to make you strong and to give you a her- your heritage among all the saints. Verse 33. I have had no desire for man's silver, any man's silver or gold or clothing. He says, I didn't covet anybody's money. Next verse. You yourselves have seen that these hands I got, that with these hands I got what was necessary for me and those who were with me. Have you seen it? Next verse. He says, with my hands, I used my hands to get what was needed for me and for those who were around me. Next verse. In all things, I was an example to you of how in your lives, of how in your lives you are to give to help the feeble and keep in memory the words of the Lord Jesus. How he himself said, there's a greater blessing in giving than in getting. Hey! He says, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ himself said that there's a blessing in giving eh, than in getting. So no matter what, you must want to give. Because that is what the blessing is. There's a blessing attached to giving. There's increase attached to giving. Not with receiving. He shows you why you receive. You receive so that you can give. Are you in the church? Yeah. Do you like what I'm saying to you? Yeah. Or what I'm saying is making you uncomfortable? <laughs> yeah. Solomon gave 1,000 bullock. That same night, the Lord appeared to him and asked him, What do you want? What do you want? He sacrificed, he gave God serious worship. The Lord should have said, What do you want? And he said, you see, Solomon's heart was properly built. So even the request was related to what God was interested in. God asked him, what do you want? Go back to that place. First Chronicles chapter, chapter 1. That is why you need God's word. Though, concerning prosperity. You need to listen to it so that your heart will be properly shaped. Yes. When you have, you will not. Yes, it's for the Lord. It is for the Lord. Wow. Of course, you use some for yourself. Isn't it? But what the Lord will give you, you will not even, you will not. I'm an example of it. I have too many testimonies. Years ago, in maybe 2015, where my wife and myself were trying to save to buy a land. I've said this so many times. And God led us to give. So we saved, 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 saved. God said, give this one to me. And we gave it. Almost every year, there's a special time that people are given an opportunity in this church to give to me. Almost every year since that thing started, probably half or more of what, what I'm given goes to God. Sometimes 70% will end up going back to God. When I'm given, probably we need something. Ah, it's for the Lord. Let him have it. It's for the Lord. Let him have it. Someone gave us a land for free at a very good place, okay, in the same city in which we are sitting. Which is, which is, now, which is now worth more than $150,000. Free of charge. We didn't have to buy it. 
if the Lord tells us to give that one to him, we will give it to him. <laughs> wow. Sometimes for, for security reasons, you can't, give, you can't give certain testimonies. For security reasons. <laughs> yes. But I learned to lavish on God a long time ago. Because that was, that was the way I was going to go up. Yes, that was the way I knew I was going to go up. So whatever I have, I give to the Lord. Give to the Lord. Yes. Someone gave me a thousand dollars last week. My tithe is gone. It's to the Lord. I'm not, I'm not going to say, oh, this, this is ten thousand. Hey, it's a lot. No. No. Someone gave me a hundred thousand Ghana cities. My tithe was for the Lord. What can, I, what can I do again? What can I do more for the Lord? So, a seed. Let me give a seed out of what has come. I usually eat everything. He gives you fruit. But you don't eat the fruit and the seed. There's always a seed in the fruit. And if you don't plant your seed, you will never get more fruit. Are you getting it? Yeah. You want to walk in prosperity? Give. First of all, keep his word concerning, concerning prosperity. Which is give in your heart. Go back to that place. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 7. And it says, In that night, God came to Solomon in a vision and said to him, Say what I am to give you. Say, what I, what, say, say whatever he wants me to give to you. You have given to me. You have honored me. You have worshipped me. You have given me a sacrifice. Say what you want. I'll give it to you. Next verse. And Solomon said to God, Great was your mercy to David my father, and you have made me king in his place. Next verse. Now, O Lord God, let your word to David my father come true. For you have made me, like, you have made me king over a people like the dust of the earth in number. Next verse. Give me now wisdom and knowledge, so that I may go out and come in before this people, for who is able to be the judge of this great people of yours. Have you seen it? So what he requested for was for the purpose of doing something for God's house and for God's kingdom. The people were God's people. And they were the ones to bring in the seed, which is Jesus Christ. They needed to be protected. He says, give me a wise understanding of that I may be able to judge your people. Look at the next verse. And God said, what? And God said to Solomon, what? Because this was in your heart. This was where? Hey, your heart is important to the level. That's what it looks at. Your heart. Ask your neighbor, where is your heart? Where is your heart? Is it to live in a big mansion? Those of us who are not asking for big mansions and looking for big mansions are even getting it. Yeah. Hey. Because this was in your heart and you did not make your request for money, property, or honor, or for the destruction of your haters, or for long life. But you have made requests for wisdom and knowledge for yourself so that you may be able to judge. You may be the judge of my people over whom I have made you king. Next verse. Wisdom and knowledge are given to you. And I will give you wealth. Why? Because I know your heart. When I give you the money, you use it for my kingdom. And all of Israel prospered under Solomon. They prospered so much that silver was used for pavement on the ground. They used silver for pavement. 
God was so much in the kingdom because Solomon was prospering, everybody had to prosper. Woe is unto you if you have a king eh, who is interested in taking away everything from everybody. Wisdom and knowledge are given to you, and I will give you wealth and honor such as no king has ever had before, had before you, or ever will have after you. Ever will have after you. Why? Because when you gave to me, and I asked you what you even wanted, you said, give me something I can use for your kingdom. Ish. So Solomon knew. He had done this before, and it had worked. So in the other one, First Kings chapter 8, verse 4. When they got to this place, the Bible says, And they brought up the ark of the Lord and the tabernacle of the congregation, and all that was in the ble- next verse. And King Solomon, all the congregation of Israel that were assembled unto him, were with him before the ark, sacrificing sheep and oxen. <laughs> that could not be told, nor numbered for multitude. Now he, he realized that, hey, now I can do more. Let me do more. Let me do more than I did before. Gave more lavishly. And you know what this one did? The, the Bible says the temple was filled with the glory of God. No, but the priest could not do anything. God showed up physically in the, in the, in the temple. Yeah, because of the sacrifice he gave to the Lord. If you, want, if you want some things to change in your life, you must give God lavishly. The glo- it's, it's in the next verse. BBA, let's read BBA. Bible in basic English is good for us. Give, tell me about give. And give God your best. Why? Because of your love for him. Because you, you, you prefer it. You feel it's something important. You someone important in your life. It is your worship. It is your love for him. What can you do? God says he needs something done. I'm ready to do it. God says he wants something done. I am ready to do it. I'm ready to show up for it to be done. The Bible says God is unwilling to do without a cheerful giver whose heart is in his giving. Why? Because I love, I love God. I, I think he's something, he's someone important. If you're in love, what do you do? You can't say you love the lady and just be, you know, showing up with your face. We want more than your face. True love will bring something when he's coming. What is in your hands? You must give it to the, your order, your love. Flowers and what? Indomie. Bring something. Pastor Papo is around who said it. You can't say you love the lady without giving anything, innit? Yeah. Ask the nearest brother by you. Are you in love? What did he say? Hey! If you are in love, you will what? You will lavish upon the person. And you see, you don't give and say, hmm, I, don't have, I don't have anything, I just give. You see, the fact that she's using it makes you happy. Yeah. When you give her a, a dress and she's wearing one, you say, like, hey, baby. Hey. See, fine girl. Wow. So, whether, whether God gives you something back or doesn't give you anything back, it's because it is your worship. It is your thanksgiving to Him. It is your appreciation for who He is in your life. You are ready to do what He says to be done. If He wants something done, you do it. Without asking questions. You do it without asking questions. Hallelujah. Yeah. He gave multitude. No, with that number, the glory of God showed up. Wow. I want to show you how the glory of God appeared. You want the glory of God to show up in your life? To show up in your finances? To show up in your, in your depressive state? Yeah. 
Give. What do you think? There was a woman who didn't have a child. You know? And we always see Elisha pass by in front of their house. I was like, ah, I, I realize the man of God keeps passing by. Let's bring him in. So they started bringing Elisha in. Started giving him food. After some time, she said, let's build a place so that when the man of God comes, he can sleep here. He can relax and be happy. And take his rest before he continues. They did that for him. The man of God said, what is to be done for this woman? He was like, you are doing so much for me. What can, what can be done for you? Do you want me to talk to the king for you? Do you want me to, what do you want? Then the woman said, oh, I don't want anything. Everything is fine. Then Elisha said and said that, I realize there's no cry of a baby here. There's no child here. Then Elisha turned to the lady and said, a year from now, you will have a child. The woman said, My, I beg you, I don't want problems. Mr. Prophet, I don't want problems. You see, this promise and fear, I don't want it. So the woman didn't even believe it. I don't really want, I don't want this. I don't want stress, please. I don't want promise and fail. Elisha said it will come to pass a year by now. The following year when he came back, the woman had a child. Because of the giving of the woman, the man of God was like, what is to be done for this person? The, this, you are honoring me. You are honoring me with your best. God says, if I am your father, where is my honor? Where is my honor? If, he's, if you think that he's the one who has given you life and made you beautiful, there's always something to be grateful to God for. You may not be having billions of dollars or millions of dollars, but there's something to be grateful to God for at the moment. Isn't it? Ask your neighbor, do you have something to be grateful to God for? Are you not grateful to God that you didn't have HIV when you did all those foolish things? Oh, it's like, I'm not talking to you. Are you not happy that you didn't get HIV when you did some foolish things? It's the grace of God. Yeah. The number of people who went to do a certain test, an HIV test, when a certain lady said she had HIV. When the lady said, I have HIV. So many people went to do a test to check. Bad boys. Are you not grateful? Are you not grateful that when you were looking for that job, you got a job? And at least you, something is coming in. Yeah. Are you not grateful? If you are grateful, it's your worship. Honor the Lord. Worship the Lord with your offerings, with your fights, with your seats. Yes. Worship Him. Tell Him, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. You have something to be grateful to God for. And it came to pass, when the priests were come out of the holy place, that the cloud filled the house of the, of the Lord. Next verse. So that the priest could not stand to minister because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of the Lord. Why? Why? Because of their sacrifice. Because of their sacrifice. The glory of the Lord had filled the house. The whole place was full. The whole place was full. And the glory of God is what bring you, brings you prosperity, health, blessings. One day, the Ark of Covenant was in transit to, to Jerusalem. As it was going, they put it on a cart. And it was not designed to be on that particular cart. It was supposed to be on the shoulders of people, of the priests. David was the one organizing it. And one, when, it, when they were going with the, with, the, with the Ark, as the horse was pulling it, it got to a place, it shook. And one of the guys who were by it, called Uzzah, touched it. When he touched it, the Bible says the anger of the Lord was kindled against him and he died. He, he, he died. The guy died. And David was afraid. It's like we are, bring, we are doing something for the Lord. And here we are. Something bad has happened. 
So he thought there was something wrong with God or with the ark. So he put the ark in the closest person who was close to the place. The next house was a man called Obedidom's house. So he left it there. Everybody left and they all left, went away. Obedidom kept it in his house. And the Bible says the ark of covenant was in Obedidom's house for three months. Just three months. David realized that the guy was prospering. Everything the guy touched work. Business contracts that didn't have anything to do with him started coming to him. He bought a car. Bought another house. Did some investment. Bought an airplane. Bought three months. The guy prospered. And David realized that there is nothing wrong with the ark. There is nothing wrong with the ark. I did, a, I, I did something wrong. The ark is fine. Yeah. The ark of God is what brings you prosperity. The presence of God is what brings you prosperity. Because it was in Obedidom's house. Second Samuel chapter 6 verse 12. And it was told King David saying, The Lord has blessed the house of Obedidom. And all that pertained unto him. Because of the ark of God. Because of the ark of God. It is because of the ark of God that you prosper. It is because of the glory of God in your life that you prosper. Keeping his word brings the glory to you. As we behold, we are changed from the same, from one image to another. According to the glory that is written in there. Yes, you, that's, that, the first thing is, it's not your money. If you are giving your money and you have bad reasons, you will not have much. If you gave your, your offering and you wanted to, I want to hammer and do something, it will not, it, it will not mind you much. But your, the reason for giving your offering is so that you can have more to be a blessing to him. So even if you have 100 cities, give it to the Lord. You want to go forward? Hasn't the Lord d- done something for you? He has done something for you. Ah, Charlie, you have a nice shoe at least. Praise the Lord. Do you like my message? Yes. Slap your neighbor and ask your neighbor. Do you like, do you like the pastor's message? Yes. You like it? Yeah. Love it. yeah. There was nothing wrong with the act. <laughs> that guy was prospering. Dude was prospering. Just going for it. Going higher and higher. Wow. Keep the word. Tell me about keep the word. Concerning prosperity in your heart. Yes, keep it. That is what that is it. That is it. That is what to sustain you. Keep you going and 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 going. Now you have set up your business. You want to do mobile money business. You have you have bought the the container. Whatever. You have bought the phone. You have bought the chip. You have done everything. You have loaded money on it. Now who will come and come and do it? Who will come and come and do the mobile money from you? Don't you know mobile money people who have become poor before? Yes. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Yes. You, want to be, you want to be selling your business. The business idea you had was to sell provisions. You've got in the shop. You have filled it with the provisions. Everything is in now. Now who will come and come and buy the provisions? Haven't you seen provision stores where nobody goes there? Everything in there is expired. Yes. Haven't you seen it before? Yes. Now who brings the people? Who brings, the, who brings people to come to you? Scott, you need some power to attract. Yes, you need it. You have set your business. You want to be a building contractor. You have your people, you have everything. Now, who will give his house to you to, to build? Who will give his house to you to build? Yes, you need grace. You need special grace. You need the glory of God to make your face shiny. Make your name attractive. To bring thoughts of you to people. Yeah. You need victory. Oh, you don't understand. You need victory. You need, you need your business to work. 
You set it up. Yes, it's fine. But now how is it going to work? You have been employed by that company. But there are higher levels, of the, there are higher levels in there. How are you going to be promoted? How are you going to have more coming? More finances coming. One of our guys works with a, a certain company. And an opportunity came. And he was the one it was given to. They are, they are better, bigger people. But he was the one the opportunity was given to. Yes. And the opportunity, you see, if he's paid, if he's paid a thousand cities, the opportunity comes with as much as 20,000 cities. I don't know if you get it. If he's paid a thousand cities, the opportunity comes with 20,000 by working for two weeks, uh, two, to, two to four weeks. Two to four weeks, you get 20,000. You work for a whole month, you get 1,000. And when the opportunity came, he was the one it was given to. What is that? What is that? Ask your neighbor, what is that? Uh-huh. The glory of God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> one preacher was preaching like this. One lady, she, she said she didn't have anything to give. Her wig was worth about 300 uh, gamas. She gave her wig. She gave her wig to God. You must, something must go. You must honor God. Yes, something must go. She gave her wig. She gave her wig to the Lord, I tell you. Yeah, you are not serious. You think that you don't have anything to You have something to give. Yes, you have something to give. Wow. Go back to Second Chronicles, chapter 26, verse 5. He gave himself for searching after God in the days of Zechariah, who made men wise in the fear of God. And as long as he was true to the Lord, God made things go well for him. That's what I'm talking about. God made things go well for him. God prospered, prospered him. He made him to prosper. Look at the next verse. He went out and made war against the Philistines. Who are the Philistines? The Philistines, the Philistines are the enemies of God. So he started doing things in line with the, the Lord. He went out and made war against the Philistines, pulling down the walls of Gath and Jabna and Ashdod and building towns in the country around Ashdod and among the Philistines. He was doing what God wanted him to do. Now, with every victory comes spoil. When we say someone is going for war and has won, what you should know is that when he won, he got slaves. All the people that become slaves. He got their farms, all their lands become his. He gets all their property. He gets everything they have. And the Lord made him to prosper. This is how he made him to prosper. At that time, you could go for war. He went for war with the people who don't, God doesn't like, and he got the contract. He got things. Are you in the church? Yeah. Yeah. And God gave him help against the Philistines. God did what? Gave, do you want God to help you? Yes. yes. I need the help of God. Yes. It doesn't come by singing praises only. After you've sung your praises, keep his word concerning prosperity and do what he says to do. He says, do this, give. Give. Oh, Charlie. And God gave him help against the Philistines and against the Arabians living in Gubal and against the Munim. More victories. Every victory, more money. The Ammonites gave offerings to Uzziah and news of him went out as far as the limit of Egypt for he became very great in power. Why? His, the, the word of God was in him. So everything that he did prospered. The Lord helped him. Why? Because the word of God. That is the key to pro- real prosperity. God's word inside you. Concerning his, concerning his word. Don't joke with it. When you give and nothing has happened, you, don't, you are not worried. You know that God's word is true. It's what you're watching to him. It makes no difference what, what's going on. I've given. It's powerful. I'm expecting my change. Change is coming. 
the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. No matter how long it takes, it will come to pass. Though it tarry, he says, wait. Wait. The vision, wait for the vision. It will show forth. God will shock you. You'll be surprised. He became very great in power. Next verse. Uzziah made towers in Jerusalem. He's doing things for the Lord. Made towers in Jerusalem. So the more the Lord blessed him, the more he made things for the Lord. The doorway, at the doorway in the angle, and at the doorway in the valley, and at the turn of the wall, arming them. He, he did more for the Lord to protect the things of God. Next verse. And he put up towers in the wasteland and made places for storing water. For he had much cattle in the lower hills and in the table land. And he had farmers and vine keepers in the mountains and in the fertile land. For he was a loving, he was a lover of farming. The Lord will make you have things. I see the Lord making you have things. You will say, oh, I have a land here. I have another land here. I have another house here. I have another house here. This one is for the Lord. This one is for this one. This one is for my family. This one. Ah, you will have it too. I'm prophesying to I said you will have it. Yeah. Because you love the Lord and you love his house. Give your best. Yes. Give your best. Hallelujah. In two weeks time we are giving our seed, isn't it? Every year in this church we give a seed to the Lord. We give a seed. We give our best to the Lord. If you're a church member, you're expected to give not less than 2,000 Ghana seeds. That is not, that is not a minimum. You can do more. If you feel that what God is saying to you, you want to do more for the Lord, you want to honor the Lord more for what he has done for you, you want to open more doors for yourself, give higher. Give something bigger. Me, my seed is ready. My wife is here. Our seed is ready. By God's grace, he gives seed to the sower. If you are interested, he will give you seed. If you realize you don't have your money, he will give you seed. Between now and next two weeks, he will give you seed to be able to give. Receive seed now. Receive seed now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, to be able to honor Him, to be able to honor the Lord with your best, with what is in your hand. You will not come next to His empty handed. You will come next to His with something in your hand for the Lord. To give to the Lord your best. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Give the Lord a shout if you like what I'm saying. I'm ready to honor the Lord. I'm ready to worship Him with my best. Worship Him with my best. Yes, I give the Lord my very best. What can I do for the Lord? He says, my cities shall yet through prosperity be spread abroad. Yes, he wants the cities to go. It's the pro- Nobody else is coming from somewhere to come and give anything. You are the one coming to give it. This is what? This is uh, July, right? Last year, July, this thing was not here. This thing was not here last year, July. Just a year ago, there was nothing here like this. How is it here? People gave. For it to come. We've made something happen for the Lord. The number of people who have been saved in here since, it, since we came in. You'll be surprised. All the salvation that are happening is to your credit. If you are involved, it is to your credit. Hey, are you in the church? It is to your credit. It is to your credit. The salvation that are happening. The word of God that is being taught. The foolishness that is leaving people is because you gave for people to have a place to sit. Yeah. I see the Lord honoring you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. If you weren't part of that giving, become part of this one. If you are part of that giving, do higher than you did last year. Do higher than you did last year. Decide I'm going to do more. Wow. David gave lavishly. Lavishly. First Chronicles. 
Do you like my message? Chapter 29. From verse 1. First Chronicles chapter 29 verse 1. This is David talking. Ah, so nice. David started out as a pauper. He was a pauper. He was keeping sheep at the backside of the desert. Sleeping by sheep. And David the king, now he had become a king and he had prospered. He had increased. Every battle, David never lost a battle. David never lost a battle. In those times, their means of prosperity was through battles and through farming. That was, that was their means. If you wanted to do business, become a warrior. If you are farming, become a warrior to protect your farm. That is why one of David's men stood and protected a farm of beans. Only him. He killed over 700 people protecting the farm of beans. That was the means of prosperity. Yeah. So war. Farming. Keeping cattle. That was it. You can keep your cattle. You can grow your cattle, whatever. And then someone will come and say, I'm fighting with you. Fight with you and take all everything you have. Just like that. That was why Gideon was hiding and, you know, threshing his wheat. He was hiding. Because when you finish the farm, if, if you do your farm and you don't do it, you don't do it in hiding, the, the enemies will come for it. He was hiding. This guy never lost a battle and he always had. He, every battle he went for, he would get more, more, more. Why? And you, you see, they could go for a battle. 400 people go for a battle. Not even one of them would die. They will all come back. I mean, which kind of battle is that? You go fighting with 2,000 or 10,000 people, 400 of you. You go, you fight, and you kill everybody. You take all they have, and nobody dies, and everybody comes home. Who can have that? Who can? Like doing an investment, and you never lose anything. That is David for you. Yes. How did David prosper? Psalm 1 verse 1. How did he prosper? Psalm 1 verse 1. Look at Psalm 1 verse 1. Blessed is a man who does not what? Okay, this is baby. Happy is a man who does not go in the company of sinners. He does not go in the company of sinners. You can't give your seed and be going in the company of sinners. Seed is not what changes everything. Your heart is what changes your life. Are you in the church? Or take his place in the way of evildoers. So don't give your seed and be with evildoers. You will not prosper. You will say God is a liar. He's not. He wants his word to be in you. He wants to change your life and not just take your seed. Are you in the church? Yeah. It's not, oh, give a seed and everything will be fine. No, you keep the word and everything will be fine. Keep the word. Keep the word. Keep the word. You can't give your seed and be fornicating all over the place. You will not see some things happening. Keep the word. Keep his word. Deuteronomy 28. Keep your finger. Go to Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. You don't keep some part and leave some part. You keep everything. Let this word be in your heart. Are you in the church? Now, if you give ear to the voice of the Lord your God and keep with care all these orders which I have given you today, then the Lord your God will put you high over all the nations of the earth. Where you keep all the orders, not some, all the orders. Are you in the church? Yeah. Oh, don't take your seed. It's, it's, when you give your seed, it's finished. Lord, I'll give my seed. My harvest is coming. The word must be in your heart. You must allow the word of God to stay in your heart. Hey, what do you think? Yes. Blessed is the man. Okay, go to, go to verse 2. And all these blessings will come on you and overtake you. If your ears are open to the voice of the Lord your God. If your ears are open to the voice of the Lord of, of your God. Have you said? Yes. That, that is the key. That is the key. Keeping his word. Keeping his word is the key. 
is the key to real prosperity. To real prosperity. It is the key. You can't keep one side and keep, don't do, not do that. Keep it all. 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 Say all. All. Go to the other place. Someone that will read First Chronicles 29. Credits. The credits are running. Tell me about it. The credits are running. Verse 2. Go to verse 2. Go to verse 1. Happy is the man who, may, who does not go in the company of sinners or take his place in the way of evildoers or in the seat of those who do not give honor to the Lord. So you are not in the seat of those who do not give honor to the Lord. People say, oh, this titan is nothing, this whatever. Don't tell them it's okay. Keep, your, keep to yourself, I'll keep to myself. Don't be in their company. Don't be in the company of people who mock God. Who think God's, not, God's things are nothing. And all these pastors who have come, they are always talking, they are always doing this. Are, even if they are talk, they've had an experience with a certain pastor who did something with them, keep away from what they are saying. Don't, don't be part of it. Honor your God in your hearts. The one you honor, the anointing you honor is the anointing that works for you. If you honor the anointing to work for you. Hello? It's key. Those who give honor to the Lord. Eh? Or in the seat of those who do not give honor to the Lord. You must give honor to the Lord. Next verse. Verse, 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 verse 2. But whose delight is in the law of the Lord? Or the word of God? His delight is in the word of, of God. And whose mind is on the word day and night? You must keep your word, the word of God. Let it be in your heart day and night. Hey. Verse 3. He will be like a tree. Planted by the rivers of water. I see you planted by the rivers of water. Why? Because you keep the word of God. Which gives its fruit at the right time. Whose leaves will ever be green. Ever be green. And he will do well in all his undertakings. Well in all his undertakings. Everything he touches will work. Everything he does will work. No matter how far away your business is, people will be coming there. Hey, this is the truth. No matter how far, no matter the corner you are in, you see that they are coming. They will come to you. They will come to you. So, listen, maybe you've given your seed. It's like you've been giving seeds over the years. And you are not seeing much. Check how you are keeping the word. Check if you believe in the word. Check if you are keeping his word in your heart. Check if you are not doing some foolish things around. If you are doing some foolish things, put a stop to it. You don't want anything to block you. God looks at the hearts. He doesn't look at the at the outside of man. Maybe you are living outside, outwardly, everything is okay. We are all seeing outside. But inwardly, there's something going on. Purge yourself from some things. Do you understand? Yes, you don't want, I don't, Lord, I don't want some, I don't want some of these things. Yes. And position yourself for the blessings of God to flow through you. And flow to you. Hallelujah. Go back to First Chronicles chapter 29. You will give lavishly. Say, I'll give lavishly. There are too many projects that we are doing. We, we, we do, this church, we do projects. We do projects for the Lord. Okay. There's a building we are building in Kumasi that is as big as this place. Almost as big as this place. Yes. We are buying some lands in Ho, some lands in Kaswa. We are putting up more buildings. Because this is, not, this is not the whole church. We have plenty of people in the church. And they are in different places. We should be renting all the time. We should build for them. Yeah. What do you think? Yes, we should build for them so that they can also have a place to stay. So that more people can, can have a place to, to be established. Yes. We want to buy a building in Canada, for instance. We have a, ch- a beautiful church in Canada. Yeah. We want to buy a building. That you can't build there. You have to buy. Yes. We want to buy a building there. So many things. So many. Maybe one day I should come and show you some of the prayers we are doing in certain places. 
And David the king said it to all the people. Solomon, my son, the only one who has been marked out by God, is still young and untested, and the work is great. For this great house is not for man, but for the Lord. The, The house is not for man, it's for the Lord. If it is for the Lord, we must do it well. How many of you want your house to look very nice? Very nice. Tiled, no dust, AC. Your kitchen has a, what's it called? The, the, what? There's this, there's this stone that they use. Marble, aha. Uh-huh. Marble. We want marble stone in your kitchen with an island. Hey! You want your staircase to, uh, uh, the balustrade to be glass. Thin glass. When you're walking around, you walk around like this. Wow. Hey, if you have children, they'll break the glass. <laughs> you must wait for all your children to grow, then you do such things. We must do nicer for the Lord. What do you think? Next verse. Verse 2. Now, as far as I'm able, I have made ready what is needed for the house of my God. I have made ready. That's why I told you to be ready. That's why I've been talking about it. Don't say, ah, what kind of church is this? When they're coming to give, they say, we should, we, should, we, should keep, we should keep money, we should keep money. It is scriptural. It says, I have made ready eh, what is needed for the house of my God. The gold for the things of gold, and the silver for the things of silver, and the brass for the brass things, iron for the iron things of iron, and wood for the things of wood, barrels and jewels to be, fra- to be framed, and stones of different colors for ornaments, all sorts of stones of great price, and polished building stone, as much as is needed and more. Hey, polished stones. So the house of God to must have polished stones. Wow. We shouldn't say, oh, let's not do the thing with strength. Like the, the cement mix is supposed to be three cement bags to one wheelbarrow of sand. And then we'll have to reduce it to half cement bag. It will collapse on us. As we are inside, it will collapse on us. <laughs> you can't, you can't, uh, you cannot do quality. Not not do quality in the house of God for the things of God. Because people are here. If the building should collapse, who will it collapse on? Are you saying it? You'll be surprised that church buildings collapse. Yeah. A friend's church building collapsed just like that. Yeah. Luckily, there was nobody inside. Right here in Accra. Another, you, I don't know if you heard, there's one that collapsed in the Eastern region. And that one, people died. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's a compromise on the quality. We don't want to compromise on quality. We want to put concrete where concrete needs to be put. <laughs> we shouldn't be thinking about money. Oh, well, no, there's no money. So let's mix half bag to two, two wheelbarrows of cement <laughs> to half chippings. Uh, uh, it will collapse. It's not supposed to be like that. It has to be rich. Cement for cement. Sand for sand. Stones for stones. Tiles for tiles. Yeah. AC for AC. Won't you be happy if there's AC here and you are cool? And I'm preaching you are sleeping. Won't you be happy? <laughs> Verse 3. And because this house of God is dear to me, I give my private store of gold. My private store of what? He had a private store of gold and he gave it to the Lord. And silver to the house of my God. In addition to all I have got ready for the house, for the holy house. Brothers and sisters, let's lavish on God. Tell me, but let's lavish on God. Let's give God our best. Tell me, but let's give God our best. Ask me, but how much have we saved? 
Have you been able to save your 2000? What did he say? Or you plan on missing service on 1st August? Ask me, but you plan on missing service on 1st August? Put away childish things. Hmm? Yeah, put away childish things. Don't worry, if you don't have your money, come. Don't let that be a problem for you. If you don't have your money, come. Anyways, be around. Be in the church. Be in the service. Learn how it has been done. Next time you prepare yourself and give. Do you understand? But whatever it is, come with something. If you've not prepared, if you want to get something, start preparing from now. You'll be surprised. Yes, he gives seed to the sower. If you put it in your mind that, Father, I want my seed to come. Just two weeks ago, my seed was not ready. I told you here, we are giving, my wife and myself are giving 30,000 cities. Two weeks ago, we didn't have the 30,000. We had just about 15,000. It has come. The rest have come. Because he gives seed to the sower. He gives seed to what? The sower. If you are interested, he will give it to you. He will give it to you. Yeah. He will give it. Are you interested? Are you interested in giving something to the Lord? Ask the neighbor over there. Are you interested in giving something to the Lord? Shake your neighbor and say, Are you interested in giving something to the Lord? Are you interested in honoring the Lord? With your best. Then receive seed now. Receive seed now. Receive seed now. Receive seed now. I see money coming to you this week and next two weeks. Not for your eating, but for your seed. For your seed. For your seed. Receive seed to sow in the name of the Lord Jesus. Receive seed to sow in the name of the Lord Jesus. I see you giving your best in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I see the Lord making you to prosper in everything you do. Like, like King Uzziah was blessing every single thing he did, he did and became popular. His name got to Egypt. Egypt was the richest place in the whole world. His name got there. They, 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 they considered him there. He became very powerful. That is how your name is also becoming. When your name is mentioned in certain corridors of power, they'll say, oh, that young man, we know him. That young woman, we know him. Listen, you are not too young to have certain great things happening in your life. You are not too small to have a million dollars, two million dollars, five million dollars, ten million dollars coming to you. You are not too young. These hands of yours will handle millions of dollars. I'm prophesying to you now. Stand up and receive the prophecy. Stand up and receive the prophecy. Stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. Say these hands of mine will handle millions of dollars for the kingdom of God. These hands of mine will own oil. I will, they will find oil in my lands. They will find gold in my lands. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm prospering on every side. I'm prospering on every side. Everything I touch turns to gold. In the name of the Lord Jesus. These hands are handle contracts that are worth millions of dollars. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I am prospering for the kingdom of God. Through me, the cities of God shall be spread abroad. In the name of the Lord Jesus. These hands of mine, these hands of mine are handling millions of dollars, millions of euros, millions of pounds, millions of Ghana cities. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I will never go down. I keep going higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. And higher. Give the Lord a shout.
God. Thank God for what He has shared with you. Thank God for what He has shared with you. Celebrate God for what He has shared with you in the next two minutes. Father, thank you for your children. Thank you for your children. Thank you for wisdom. This wisdom that you have given to us. We are grateful, Lord. Thank you. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. Thank you that these hands that are lifted experience the treasures of heaven and the treasures of this earth in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you that these hands will never be in need, never be in lack. We will walk in abundance all the days of our lives. Prosperity, the prosperity anointing, the prosperity grace is resting on you from henceforth. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You will prosper and you will advance on every side. You will stay in health on every side of your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. These hands are advancing. You are going forward and becoming great. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I see goodness following you and chasing you down and overtaking you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I see prosperity hey, marking your life and marking everything concerning your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Unseen can no ampa. Vendo kasatanamande. Balo rotinimini. This hand shall prove that the Lord is gracious and takes the pleasure in the, in the prosperity of a servant. I see the Lord taking pleasure in the prosperity of your hands, of your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I am seeing the anointing of God's Spirit. That brings prosperity hovering all around you, hovering all around you. You will not be poor. You will not be poor. You will not be poor. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You will not be poor. I see you going forward. Advancing on every side. 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 I'm seeing that the doors and the limitations breaking off. You are advancing in prosperity. You are advancing in prosperity. You are advancing in prosperity. Whatever has blocked you before is taken away from henceforth. You are advancing. You are coming into greatness. You are advancing into greatness. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Because you have made the Lord, the house of the Lord, your desire. You are moving forward. You are moving forward. You are moving forward. You are advancing in prosperity. You are advancing in grace. Ladaba. I see the prosperity grace, the grace to prosper, the grace to prosper, the anointed to prosper, the anointed to go forward is resting on you in the name of the Lord Jesus. 
Give the Lord a shout. Give the Lord a shout. Give the Lord a shout. Your name will be used to qualify prosperity. You, your name, your name, your name will be used to qualify prosperity. To qualify money, 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 your name will be used. I speak to you as a prophet of God. I speak to you as a servant of God sent by God to you for your prosperity. Your name will be used. It may not look like you have anything now, but because the word of the Lord is in your heart, and because you are ready to do what God wants you to do, I see you advancing and becoming great until you become exceedingly great in the name of the Lord Jesus. Your hands will handle millions of dollars. These hands of yours, it will handle millions of dollars. It will handle millions of dollars. These hands of yours. You will not talk in cities anymore. You'll be talking in dollars. In dollars. You'll be giving in dollars. In dollars. You will lavish on God and on his kingdom. You will lavish on God and on his kingdom. I see you building a church for God. I see you building churches for God. Churches for God all over the world. Churches for God all over the world. You are advancing. You are moving forward. Your children will never lack. Your children will never beg for bread. Your children will never beg for bread. You will have more than enough to live inheritance for your children's children. It's your children's children. Your children's children. Your children's children. You will have more than enough to live inheritance for your children's children. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Because you have chosen to do it God's way, you will go forward. You will advance. You will go forward. You will prosper. You will go forward. You will do well. You will see the goodness of God on every side of your life. Inana, Vedala, Lego Dababa, Lego Dababa, Enanuje Debea, Malo Gadaba, Malo Gadaba, Ledo Hodaba. Father, thank you for your blessings. Thank you for this opportunity that you have given to us. We are grateful. We receive this opportunity wholeheartedly. And we do what you have designed for us to do. Thank you for your blessings. Even in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a shout if you have a voice. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.